0: splice it, splice 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 it, splice splice Number one. Here we go. Hello, and welcome to the Not A Clone Podcast, where we discuss curating a more spiritual and individual life. My name is Bahomi Fawihimi, and this is episode 005. And today, I have a very special guest. Uh, You know her as the curator for these podcasts, so that I don't sound like an idiot. She is also my best friend of 13 years since the fourth grade. This is Sydney Christine Fraudsham. Sydney, thank you for being here today.
1: I'm happy to be here. This is exciting.
0: Oh, man. Sydney, why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners a little bit about yourself since I already know you so well.
1: Yeah, so I am currently getting my master's of music degree in vocal performance at Brigham Young University in Provo, Utah. I grew up in Texas, it is the opposite of Texas, but it's great. Mountains are pretty, I am studying opera, I want to be an opera singer, and is there anything else you want me to do?
0: Nah, you're good, that's, that's that's all good. Yeah, it's funny, because we both, did we both move here in the fourth grade? Yes. Yeah, you moved from Michigan? I moved from Michigan. Michigan, right, and I moved from California, and then we met in the fourth grade, and Man, I can't believe I'm saying this while this is recording, but yeah, I used to have a crush on Sydney way back in the day. <laughs>
1: he admits
0: it. <laughs> you know I admit it. Like, we've had this conversation so many times. Anyway, it didn't work out, obviously.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were 10 years old and it didn't work out. Hey, huh? I
0: was a very ambitious 10-year-old guy, Okay. Anyway, we're going to be talking about spirituality today, what it means to both of us personally, what it can mean to you, and what avenues you can take so that you can become a more spiritual person. So Sydney, why don't you go ahead and just give your spiritual background so everybody knows.
1: Yeah, I grew up a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, otherwise known as Mormons, though the church is trying to not use that term as much anymore and just to use the full name and so from the time I was born to now I have been very active and I go to church every week and I believe in the principles I have two siblings right now who are out on full-time missions for our church and that's kind of my background pretty standard like Christian spiritual situation
0: You see, and I I also grew up spiritual, but my whole situation is obviously different, as I've told you before. I grew up Seventh-day Adventist. I still am one, but I wasn't for about like two and a half years. There was this weird thing in college where I didn't know what was going on. But I mean, that was all I knew, and I was kind of turned away from it just because we believe the Sabbath day is on Saturday, and Sabbath day changes from religion to religion, religion and denomination to denomination. But there were so many people who were going on Sunday, I was just kind of turned off and I really didn't know what was happening. And a period in time in college where I'm around all these people who didn't really express religion as much as my parents did when I was growing up. So I got into this way, I got into this funk where I didn't want to go to church and I just completely dismissed everything. And now... Now I'm back at it because there was a low point in February of this past year where I just, I didn't believe in God anymore. I didn't know what was going on in terms of like my spiritual well-being. I had to call my pastor back home to figure things out. And here we are today, going to church, doing doing again. Yeah, it's a great time. Um. So the first question we have that we prep for today is what is what does spirituality actually mean? Like, for both of us, um, the, the, the literal definition, the literal definition, it says, the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. So That's pretty just straightforward definition that um, Merriam-Webster gave us. Now, Sydney, what do you think spirituality means, like, for you personally?
1: I think this definition gives a pretty good idea of what it means for me personally. I think that it's no matter what your denomination is, whether you're Christian, Muslim, Jewish, Buddhist, or anything in between, or something else, it's realizing that there's something bigger than you and feeling connected to it. It's something that you can't see, and something that you still believe in. So for some people, it's a connection to the wider world. You know, there's something in nature, whether it's animals, plants, just something happening that you feel connected to by your spirit, and you can't see it with your physical eye, but you feel it. And I think people who are religious and do believe in some sort of God have a similar look at spirituality. It's not just being connected to the world, it's being connected to the higher power. And you can't see God. Most of us will never see God in this lifetime, but you feel him or her, however you want to define God. And you want to feel that connection you want to cultivate it and that is important to you in that spirituality
0: mm-hmm. and I really banked on the whole concept of spirituality when I was going through that period where I was just like does God even exist or anything but you know there's just that presence in the world that I definitely felt with myself throughout that time period um one of my friends up in Lubbock uh he's one of my best friends, John Henry Voss, uh, we'd go through these guided meditations where you'd find out what your spirit animal is, you'd find out what element you resonate most with, you'd find out like who your teacher is in terms of like animals and everything. And while I was doing all that stuff, I just felt that presence like come back within me that I did have at one point in time. Um, it might have been... Falsify just a little bit just because I was just used to doing everything that my parents had been doing so I Thought that I felt something but I didn't really know what it was up until I Had that experience when I was in Lubbock doing that guided meditation But now I can definitely relate that to how I feel about God now and how he's just very present in my life so wait a minute. We'll, we'll Stop get, just a second. Oh, yeah. You have
1: a spirit animal?
0: I do have a spirit animal.
1: You never told me about this. Oh, well,
0: I'm telling you about it now. <laughs>
1: what is your spirit animal?
0: Uh it's a panther, like a black jaguar, really. Yeah.
1: That is so awesome. Yeah. Wait, what's the element then?
0: Deep uh the element okay, so here's the thing about guided meditation is you go through different points in your life so the different elements and the different animals can change based on the things that you're going through like in your life currently. So, I was definitely going through a point in life where I felt super just in my own head. I was angry, I was super frustrated with a lot of stuff going on. So my element at the time was fire, and it was just like very destructive and it was just all over the place. I had a negative connotation and it felt really, really bad. And then I got to a point where and this was weird. Like, cause normally most people like think of like one element, but I started thinking about two at the same time. So it was just like fire and water and they're like battling each other cause I was trying to like mellow out my spirit. Um, most recently this past weekend we did another one. We did, um, uh, there's this one where it's like dragons and, like, there's, like, water dragons, earth dragons, air dragons, uh, fire dragons, and chaos dragons, like, in the sky. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really cool. Um, So, this weekend, I got um an air dragon. um, And it was funny because there were two dragons fighting each other. There was an earth dragon and an air dragon fighting for my attention. And... The earth Dragon just figured out, okay, all right, I need to back off, And the Air Dragon, like, brought back in. And that's because I'm trying to be in a more clear state of mind with everything that I'm thinking. Trying to be more free. Trying to let go of a lot of the baggage that I have in the past. So, yeah. Those are cool.
1: That is awesome. Yeah. I'm sad that you never told me this before. Well,
0: okay. You see, we did this whole recording process where... We recorded him doing all these guided meditations, so I'll have him send them to me, and I will forward them on to you so you can do them yourself and you can figure it out. Yeah. And it's based on um, All the Spirit Animals by uh, Dr. Stephen Farmer, and he has this whole book where everything's explained with every single animal. Now, there have been times where um, we've had a couple of friends that get animals that aren't in the book, and then we have to go searching through the internet where it's like, oh, dang it, what, what does this mean? It's this crazy. Because... The human mind, like, when you surrender it to anything spiritual, it just does what it wants. That's so. true.
1: The spirit is expansive, not restrictive.
0: Ooh. That's a tweet. I'm going to tweet that later. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we can dive into... We can jumble up the questions just a little bit since we were talking about faith. So the next question we have is, how can you have faith in something? And you said that there was something specific that you read today Right? That you wanted to talk about? Sure. Yeah.
1: I was redoing my scripture study today and it was it just happened to be on faith, that's where I was at.
0: And funny how that works out. Funny
1: how that works out, I know. I was reading in the Book of Mormon, which in my religion is a book of scripture. It's like the Bible, it's structured the same way. And in it the prophet who was speaking to the people was talking about faith and specifically faith in Jesus Christ. And he was talking about how faith is something that we can't see that we believe in, and you don't have to have a perfect knowledge of it. That's not faith. Faith is different than knowing. Knowledge and faith are different. Faith is the road to knowledge. And for him, he was talking about how faith is like a tiny little seed that we can plant, and if we cultivate it, which we're going to talk about later in this Mm, podcast, cultivate it by ways that we'll talk about, then in healthy ways that it can grow into something that you really do believe and even into something that you know. And it doesn't have to be something huge. Even if you just have a desire to believe in something, and if you let that work within you and let it grow, then you can end up having faith. And yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. Hey, it's okay. No, no
0: no, 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 it's fine. No, you're good. You're good. You're okay. You're, good. you're, good. you're good. okay. Is somebody wanted me to say? Yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We're doing okay. We're doing all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't, relax. It's
1: okay. Um, Tranquila. I... <laughs> what? Tranquila. What a Tranquila. Uh,
0: man, she's in Spanish right now. I don't understand why.
1: Don't let me be Spanish. Okay.
0: Okay. Um,. Faith is a weird thing. Um, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it these days because, you know, there are definitely days where I go through trials and tribulations of the Lord or whatever you believe in and you tell yourself, this is not worth it. I should just quit right now. What is going on? If there was a higher being in the world and they are treating me this way, then why do I need to give them the time of day? Why do I need to give them the attention? But then I like, calm down. And you got to remember that everything does happen for a reason. I personally believe that everything does happen for a reason. And there are so many things in this world that can't be explained with science or like just evolution of of things as human beings. And you really have to think about, okay, whether there's a God or not. Whatever is happening around me is not um, man-made. It's a natural thing. It's just something that just, it was around before I got here. It's going to be around when I leave. So I don't know. That's, That's just how I feel about that. So, um, you have anything else to add?
1: How can you have faith in something? I think having faith, like you said, is something that's really difficult. Some people have a really natural faith, and it's just easy for them to believe in things that they can't see. My mom is one of those people. I am not one of those people. I will fully admit this to the whole entire world. I am not... Faith is a hard thing for me. I'm a very... I like seeing evidence for things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I am all about that. But I think that when it comes to the spiritual aspect of things... There are things that and it, you have to listen to your heart and it's, it's harder. You, you know, you can't, it's not something that you see. It's something that you feel. And it's harder to believe things that you just feel and that you can't see. And I think that ways that you can cultivate that are by connecting to your spirit and your spirituality and whatever that means to you. For some people, it's meditating. Meditating is great. For some people, it's yoga. For some people, it's hiking being out in nature, other people it's prayer or reading the scriptures or going to church and like just cultivating those things, doing those things that bring you closer to your spirit can help increase your faith in whatever it is that you're trying to believe in, whether it's a higher power, whether it's like a spiritual truth or anything.
0: Yeah, and I mean we can just go into the next question is uh, how do you become more in touch with your spirituality? Uh, for me personally, I recommend the Headspace app if you don't have it yet. um, It's a just guided meditation by, um, I think his name is Andy Puddicombe. I don't remember. That's a the,
1: fun last name. Hey,
0: it, I saw it and I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, he was a monk uh, for a really long time and he decided to settle in Los Angeles, created the Headspace app. And there are like over a million people who use the app every single day. It shows like a tally of like how many people are using the app at that moment in time. It's really cool. And that just helped me just get centered with myself. And I mean, it, it only takes 10 minutes, but those 10 minutes feel like an eternity where you're just letting go of everything else that's around you and you become one with your body, with yourself. And, you know, the whole um, saying where the body is the temple of God, and that's something that they teach us as Christians. You really do feel every single part of yourself that was invested, like God invested his time into making sure that you were exactly the way that you were. And a lot of people don't take the time to really just sit down and figure out what that means for them personally. And that's another thing um, with um, going back to faith and like just being more in touch. This is something that you have to figure out on your own this is not something that someone can just like be like you do it this way do it this way it's like i got a three-step plan for you, you see see and you do this 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 and then <laughs> and then it's all it's all done and then you'll be perfect because that's not how that that's not how life works
1: yeah but i will say picking backing off of what you said is that yeah there's no set way of oh this is the best way for you to increase your faith. But there are ways that have helped a lot of
0: people. Yeah, of course. Like I
1: know for me personally, like reading scriptures helps. Prayer helps. Though I've realized that there are different ways of prayer that work better for different people, depending on you. I was always taught to kneel down and fold your arms and bow your head and say your prayer. And that works for me sometimes sometimes. But I've also realized that it doesn't always work for me. I get very distracted and my prayers are super unproductive. So, if anything, a lot of times now I just talk. I just keep my eyes open and I just talk.
0: Isn't that funny how, you know, they teach us how to close our eyes when we pray so that we're not distracted by everything else that's around us. Mm -hmm. But... We get distracted by our own mind when we're praying, like when our eyes are closed. Because since we can't focus on everything else that's around us, we just got to think of everything that's in our own head. And when somebody else is praying, it's not me doing it myself when I'm in church or something and somebody else is doing the prayer and all our eyes are closed. I have to open my eyes because my thoughts are drowning out everything else that's going on. Mm -hmm. With my eyes being open, I can physically see what the pastor or preacher is saying so it registers with me a little bit more. Yeah, It's, it's weird. It's
1: different for every person. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's just what works best for you. Whatever works for you and helps increase your spirituality and keeps you in tune with your faith in yourself, then do that thing. If it brings you peace, joy, happiness, and a greater love for all mankind, then do that thing.
0: Exactly. All right, so I have a question for Sydney. So let's say we have a scenario where... Your parents teach you to believe this one thing for a very, very long time, and then God bless the internet that just has a bunch of mm-hmm. resources and everything, and then people start, um, this person starts researching it into something different than what they've been taught for a really, really long time. How do you battle that urge to want to learn something different and follow something different While also not disappointing your parents who have just taught you all these things for the past, like, how many years?
1: Wow. So, are you asking this from a personal experience?
0: (laughs) Just answer the question. It's okay. Uh, It's all right. (laughs) Okay.
1: You know what? I think something that I was always taught, specifically in the religion and the church that I grew up in, is that questions are great. And questioning something does not mean that everything is going to dust and you should be like kicked out or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that it can be hard when you have parents who expect one thing of you and you're learning all these new things. I think that the best thing to do when you have questions, and for me as a Christian, is to take those questions and ponder them and go to the scriptures, go to the Bible or whatever your set of scriptures is, and read about it, question it, like... Follow it through, pray about it, ask God, because God will tell you what the truth is or what the truth isn't, Mm -hmm. and ponder it, and really like take the time to learn for yourself. And while you're doing that, you don't have to necessarily stop going to the church where your parents want you to go. You can if you want to, and if that's what's best for you, do it. But I think if you approach a question that you have with since with a sincere knowledge to know what the truth is and to know what you should do and then you approach your parents if it kind of, if it, you end up coming to a conclusion that's contrary to what they believe or whatever and if you go to them and you tell them like hey look I've really thought about this and I've prayed about it and I've studied it and I've really pondered it and this is what I feel is right for me and it's like nothing against anything that you guys have taught me, then I mean, who knows how they'll react. But I think in general, at least with my parents, when I come to them and I'm like, I've really thought about this and this is I've, th- I'm not just making this decision lightly, then they tend to respect that more than if I was just like, oh no, forget everything that you guys have ever taught me my entire life. Like it's all BS and I don't believe any of it and I'm going to go fly away now. Like they'd be like, what are you doing? No, you can't do that. You know, you, you have to be thoughtful about these things. What do you think?
0: Um, so I was listening to a podcast the other day. Um, the Robcast by Rob Bell. He's a, he's a spiritual guy. And then the episode was titled The River, The Mountain, and You. If I remember correctly. Um, very funny. <laughs> like, she's like making like all these gestures in front of her. And anyway. Um, so he was just talking about how there are like three steps in terms of like just any type of spiritual journey. And so like the river is a river and a mountains a mountain is the first step. And then it transitions into the river not being a river anymore and the mountain not becoming not being a mountain anymore. And that's step two. And then like it reverts all the way back to the river being a mountain again. A river being a river again. Whoa, whoops. River being a river and a mountain being a mountain again. That can get really confusing. But like, so stage one river being a river and a mountain being a mountain. is just like, that's just the foundation. Um, you're just taught these things because, I mean, you're learning things for the first time. And the first teachers that you ever around are your parents. And you just absorb everything that they give you. And then step two being the river not being a river anymore a the mountain not being a mountain anymore, that's when you start like questioning things and you start figuring out what things mean for yourself. And that's a he talks about how that's a perfectly normal thing because the human mind it it it's being challenged every single day with just all the different surroundings. So like you have your parents that are your surroundings in the beginning and then you actually become a part of the real world. So you have to take everything in and you gotta be like, okay, I agree with this. I don't agree with that. And you pick and choose what you want. But at the end of the day, what will normally happen is the river will end up being a river again. And the mountain will end up being a mountain again. You go through all of these trials just to end up right back where you were in the first place. Just because it's just a natural thing. Um, I know I have a friend that um, his, his river and mountain in the very beginning was like nothing really religious at all i mean he was a spiritual person but he liked nothing religious at all and then the stage two where like the river wasn't a river and around mountain wasn't a mountain he actually became a member of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints like yeah i know crazy right yeah who is this person no don't don't it's, <laughs> yeah yeah she's just um but he went through all that and he was really grateful for everything that he learned and everything. And he's still a spiritual human being. But then he reverted back to his river and his mountain from the beginning. And he's, just, he's not a part of the church anymore. But he's still a spiritual human being. So he went through everything he needed to. Such as, so he could find who he was as a person spiritually. Like, yeah, so.
1: Well, when you grow up, whatever your parents teach you. you're Even as kids, even when we, if we decide later on in life... That we're not gonna live it or whatever, whatever it is that they teach us, we tend to not really ever depart from it mm-hmm. when we get up, exactly. when we get up, when we grow up. Mm-hmm. You know, it, no matter what happens in our life, you still keep those principles within you, and you never really, they never really leave you. You know, whether it's good or bad, yeah. whether it's religious or not.
0: Yeah. All right. So, what if someone came up to you, mm-hmm. like 21st century American, just said? I want to be spiritual. I don't know how to do this. Help me. What would you sell them? I... It's loaded, isn't it? <laughs> that is loaded.
1: <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Because I think there are a lot of different ways to be spiritual. First, first of all, i would be like, okay, spirituality is different than being religious. Mm, that's exactly. The yeah, really yeah, yeah, that's the big distinction That's make. the big thing, yeah. There are lots of people who are religious and not very spiritual, and then people who are yeah. spiritual and not religious, and then you have That was nice... me
0: for a point in time. I'm like, I'm religious. Yeah. But, yeah, just, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah, and then uh, you have people
1: who are a combination of both, which is what I classify myself more as. But anyway, so I would say if you want to be more spiritual, then get in touch with whatever it is that you want to get in touch with. Whether it's nature, whether it's a higher power. I would say meditation is a great thing to do. Mm Mm-hmm. I would say I really like doing yoga and that helps me a lot. Gosh, yoga hurts though. Yoga's great. Man,
0: I'm so lanky. Like it just, it's (laughs) so painful.
1: I would say get out into nature, go on a hike, go walk, hug a tree. That's what I do. I love physically trees. hug a tree. I love trees. Okay. okay? I mean,
0: I, I'm not judging or anything. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you physically hugging a tree. Yes. Okay.
1: I'd yeah. say pray or talk to the universe or whatever you want to do. I'd say read things that bring you closer to the world around you, whether it is to a higher power or just like nature.
0: Yeah, I think it's really important that you definitely have that initial conversation with the higher power of the universe, whatever it is, and you just talk. And you talk about whatever you want. It doesn't have to be anything specific. You just talk. You have a conversation. Now, the thing about a conversation is you got to make sure that you also listen Mm -hmm. because people don't listen these days. They just like talk, 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 and they don't really take the time to sit down, shut up, and just take in what's around them. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Be sit in silence for a while, you know, mm-hmm. and just listen. Yeah. That's helpful.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess that's, that's a good conversation right there, right? Here yeah. We are, yeah, yeah. 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 It was really good. Uh, we can move on to, let's see what we have. We have our devotion for this week. Let me pull that up. Um, This is a young adult devotion about spiritual health and wellness. Uh, It is by Vanessa Small. Um, And let's see what she has to say. Do you remember hearing those constant childhood reminders encouraging us to live a healthy lifestyle? Eat your vegetables. Don't eat too much candy. Don't sit in front of the TV all day. It seemed we were bombarded with the message of the importance of healthy choices. I know that eating healthy and exercising are important, and there are benefits from these practices. So why don't I put more effort into actually doing these things? I say I want to exercise more and eat healthier, but I can't get myself to make it a habit. Maybe it's the laziness. It's easier to stop for fast food than plan a healthy menu. Maybe I settle for less than the best every once in a while. A few occasional unhealthy choices won't hurt, right? Or maybe it's that overwhelming feeling of not knowing where to start. I've never really liked trying new foods and major changes to my diet and lifestyle seem a little drastic. But the benefits of healthy living would be worth the effort. Even something small um, could help. Drinking a glass of water instead of soda, taking the stairs instead of the elevator. If we could cultivate habits such as these, they would become ingrained as part of our lifestyle and lead us on a journey of physical health and wellness. The Apostle Paul talks about physical training in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, but he also goes on to say that it's, um, something else is even more valuable, and that is our spiritual health. Godliness, holiness, being just like Jesus, serving God faithfully. Just as physical training requires discipline, so does training to be godly. We need to partake in those spiritual disciplines such as Bible reading, prayer, church attendance, giving, and investing our time in spiritual activities in order to cultivate our spiritual health. We must keep ourselves grounded in God's word, in tune with God's spirit, in constant communication with our Father. Then we can live a healthy lifestyle of faith um, that people can imitate. Maybe you've grown up in a church hearing about the importance, importance of such Uh, disciplines, but never gave them a regular part in your life. Maybe you used uh, to practice such healthy habits, but you've gotten away from them since then. Uh, Maybe you're a new Christian just starting out on a new path of spiritual growth. You may feel overwhelmed at the thought of beginning such spiritual disciplines, but take some small steps towards training in godliness. Commit to reading a chapter of your Bible each morning. Give about 10 minutes of Facebook time, or Instagram, twa- Instagram time, or Twitter time. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Anyway, um, t- uh, for your prayer time, go to bed an hour earlier Saturday night so you will arise rested and ready for a morning wor- of worship on Sunday or whatever day you guys go to church or do your spiritual stuff. As you develop these habits and disciplines, trust that the benefits will be well worth the effort. While physical training is valuable, its rewards are only temporary. Investing in your spiritual health will bring benefits that will last through eternity. I said Twitter like a bunch of times because Twitter, oh man, that's, that's, that's the thing these days. People don't use Facebook that much anymore.
1: People use Twitter though, thought Instagram. Okay,
0: see, see, yeah, Instagram is also a thing too. But if you go on the app store, the number one app for like news and anything is Twitter.
1: I don't even have it, a Twitter. I
0: don't either. I mean, I have one for the podcast, but that's about it.
1: Never had a Twitter. Never have a Twitter. Mm-hmm.
0: So was there anything like in that that like, just resonated with you specifically? Or that you can just talk about?
1: I think that just doing those small things. It doesn't, they're not big things that she talks about in this devotional. She's mm-hmm. talking about small little things like a chapter of the Bible or like giving up 10 minutes instead to pray or i mean i personally it doesn't take me 10 minutes to pray maybe it should take me 10 minutes to pray i don't know maybe i need to be more spiritual <laughs> but i think it's like it's like these small little tiny things that you do each day that will help you it doesn't have to be this grand statement to the universe it can be tiny state tiny Tiny things.
0: I don't know a good word. Can you imagine someone just going out on the street and just like screaming to the sky, just Hey universe, I need you to hear me right now. I'm gonna fail this test. I need your help. Please like it just be ridiculous,
1: you know? I'm sure there are people who do that. I'm pretty sure i probably I am not judging way. any of those people. If
0: that is what you like to do, then so be it. It'd be do what you need to. Yeah, oh man. Okay. Moving on, let's go to our daily quote slash verse of the week. And it's taken from Alma chapter 32, verse 21. Sydney, why don't you go ahead and read that?
1: And now, as I said, concerning faith. Faith is not to have a perfect knowledge of things. Therefore, if ye have faith, ye hope for things which are not seen, which are true. Man, I what?
0: That's crazy. This just lined up just like boom that, that that's what it is that's yeah. alma for you oh man that's crazy yeah all right cool um let's go into the last part of the podcast couple of announcements we are on facebook and twitter at nac podcast uh everything that was talked about today will be in the show notes available on spotify now that was a, that was a good thing that i did so spotify Uh, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and notaclone.com. You can check out all that stuff there. If you have any questions about spiritual or individual living, you can contact me at gbo at notaclone.com. gbo at notaclone.com. Have upcoming uh, testimonies and expositions. I posted an exposition last night. Go ahead and check that out. It's called Be a Game Changer. Uh, I think that'll help out people who are trying to make a bigger impact and difference in their life. Uh, Last thing is, if you can, please donate to the podcast. Anything you can donate, even if it's a dollar, it'll be super helpful in terms of managing the website, all of the uh, social platforms, as well as the outlets we give you the podcast in all right, Sydney, you have anything you want to tell the listeners before we sign off for today?
1: I think that they want to hear the song that I made up for your name. No, no,
0: no, 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 I no, 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 no. I think that they do, so I'm uh, going to say uh, it. Uh,
1: Seventh grade, everyone. Um, His full name was Oluwabohomiayokumuninufawahimi. Well, well, it's, it's
0: technically Oluwabohomiayokumuninufawahimi, but okay, you know. Okay, so
1: it, I'm uh, not Nigerian, I can't do that. That's fine. But I will now sing it for the people. okay. <clears throat>
0: all right and we're gonna end with that because that was embarrassing all right guys if there is a singular message that you grab from this whole podcast i hope it's this don't be a clone of someone else be your own individual self Thanks for listening, y'all, and I'll see you next time.
1: Spicy spice.